0: can I actually find a physical nugget of hope? That's great! So I I searched and I found little polished stones that have the word hope engraved in them. Beautiful. So I ordered some
1: Welcome back to Scotland Talks. I'm your host, Anne Scotland. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Please do like and subscribe so that we can keep bringing you these great little snippets of more joy to help you have less stress, more success, and today, more hope. My guest today is Kim Langling. She is author, host of Let Fear Bounce podcast. She's host of The Right Stuff, the Author's Voice TV show. She's a coffee drinker, a dog mom, and she says, let's spread hope like confetti. Hi, Kim.
0: Hello, Anne. Thanks so much for having me on today. I've been looking forward to this.
1: Yay, I have been too. I'm so excited. We've talked um, many months back and I'm so excited we actually get to um, sit down and talk again, and especially about hope and joy. I can't think of a better way (laughs) start the day today uh, talking about hope and joy and i know what you were sharing with me before the show is you know even in the roughest times often um we have to keep our eyes open to what can support us and help us so that we don't lose hope so that we do have joy but tell us a little bit about your background and, and some of the issues you've been dealing with. I know you've struggled with PTSD. So share with our viewers and listeners just a little bit to give, give them some orientation.
0: Well, I'm a veteran and years ago, and it's, it's actually been decades now, which makes me feel so old. <laughs> <laughs> but when I was in, serving in the military, um, I experienced a traumatic event, which it, um uh, I have PTSD. I live with PTSD now um, due to military sexual trauma. So that changes your life. And uh, an event like that changes your life. And looking back now, decades, I can see the path, how it was laid out. And I'm a Christian. So I do believe that your path is laid out for you. That's just my personal belief. I'm not here to try and convert anybody. This is just my story. So looking back, I would never wish anything like that on anyone ever. But looking back, I can see the path that I took to get where I am today of why that may have happened. A small Mm -hmm. reason Mm -hmm. why, because if you don't go through anything really tough, you're not able to relate to those who are currently going through something tough. And to me, my thing is I might be having the most awful day. Maybe I've had a really rotten year and I have. <laughs> it's It's been a tough year with many big, big struggles. And with living with PTSD, you have triggers that come. You might see them or feel them coming and at times they blindside you. Mm-hmm. And I found that when that happens, and over the years, I've been able to build up my toolbox, and to, like you mentioned earlier, keep your eyes open Mm. for what's true in front of you. Keep that, those irrational thoughts of you're not worthy, you're not good enough, who do you think you are, that pull you down into that dark spot. So keep your eyes open. And I was able to do that even through some really incredibly hard times over the past 12 months, but I was given a word hope and it turned up everywhere on the radio, you know, in songs, anything I was reading online on social media and the word hope kept popping up and I realized that that word was being given to me to do something with. So I'm like, all right, what can I do? What can I do with this? and hope and kindness and joy they all go together for me so Mm -hmm. if you're providing hope to someone you're being kind Mm -hmm. because the world needs more of it Yes, it it. sure does and i i realized you know what i want to i want to toss nuggets of hope and that's how it came to me nuggets of hope and so i started searching where can i actually find a physical nugget of hope (laughs) that's great so i searched and I found little polished stones that have the word hope engraved in them. Beautiful. So I ordered some. And I now keep them in my purse or my pocket. And when I'm out doing errands, I I'm a people watcher and I always have been. And I don't know how, you know, why it happens the way it does, but I will notice someone and think, oh, that's the person. That's the one I need to give a nugget of hope to. I literally just approach total strangers with my little nugget of hope in my hand and just say, I'd love, I'd love to give you something today. And without fail, they've opened their hands up and I just put this in their hand. And I say, I just want to give you a nugget of hope for the day. So be well and stay blessed. And I literally turn and walk away. Beautiful. I don't feel I'm supposed to stay and talk to them. Mm-hmm. I'm not to ask them questions. I'm not mm-hmm. to know their story. Mm-hmm. I'm just simply to give them that little nugget mm-hmm. because I have no idea what they're going through. And I've had people kind of laugh. I've had people look at me like, wow, you are crazy. <laughs> and I've had people get all teared up, you know, with a tear coming down their cheek. And they don't say anything either. A lot of them just mm-hmm. say thank you. And I had one gentleman that didn't seem happy to be getting hope. Interesting. I don't think he didn't. Uh, he was. I'm thinking if I would have stuck around any longer, uh, his anger would have came out. And as I was driving home, I thought, you know what, he was probably the most perfect person to give it to, mm-hmm. because I have no idea what he was going through. Mm-hmm. And he probably got in his car and tossed that on his car seat. And maybe by the time he got home, he was reaching over to grab whatever was off the seat, and he saw that little nugget and maybe then he was able to look at it with different eyes mm-hmm. and think, wow, okay. So you never know. So what do you think <laughs>
1: when um, when you encounter people in the world and maybe we, or you or I have or have not been here before ourselves but that have just decided that hope isn't real that hope doesn't exist, that hope is a waste, that hope is wishful thinking. That's just setting you up for greater disappointment. Um, How do you, how do you help support someone like in that
0: space? I was there. That's why I feel so strongly about it. Mm -hmm. I was there. There wasn't to me, even though it's irrational, Mm-hmm. My thought, you know, at the at one of the darkest times in my life, mm-hmm. you go it's like there is no hope. And mm-hmm. what's the point? Yes. That's the question that kept going in my head. What's mm-hmm. the point? Mm-hmm. I never got past that question. What's the point? So I never thought out any specifics of anything or harming myself or anything mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. But it was scary enough to me mm-hmm. that I was thinking, what's the point? Mm-hmm. And yeah. then as you know, and, and again, I'm a Christian, so I feel very strongly that God puts the right people in front of you at the right mm-hmm. time. And that's what happened. Someone was put in front of me
1: mm-hmm.
0: with a gentle reminder mm-hmm. and it took a while, but mm-hmm. later I realized, wow, they gave me, you know, looking back, I can see like, they gave me that nugget of hope I needed. Wow. Wow and it was enough to get just enough to break through to get in that little mm-hmm. crack that might have been in that armor that you you know mm-hmm. wrap around yourself so tightly to keep everything out mm-hmm. and keep everything in but that's dangerous long term because if nothing can get in that means no joy no hope mm-hmm. right no happiness no nothing can get in Mm-mm. so that's that's how it happened to me. I was there. I was in that spot. And so when the, this word came to me in a little over a year ago, I thought, okay, I'm supposed to be doing, I'm supposed to be doing something, but nothing in your face.
1: What I love about what you're sharing is that stepping out of ourselves, which I also teach in a lot of my work, stepping out of ourselves and focusing on others, learning to bring hope and joy and a bright light into someone else's day can really start parting the clouds in your own
0: <laughs> yes i completely agree i have found that those that carry the most weight are the biggest givers Hmm. oh wow that is so true <laughs> i have found that and it takes a lot of strength Hmm. a lot of strength mental and physical at times, Mm -hmm. to be kind in a world that you feel is just too dark to bear at times.
1: And I would even restate restate that again and say that the biggest givers usually have carried a very heavy burden. Um, Not everyone who carries a heavy burden can, has, learn to step outside themselves and give. But the people who give the most are usually the ones who have suffered the most, um, or one of those who has suffered the most. Um, You know, it always reminds me, I love to travel and I know you've traveled. And, um, you know, whenever I'm, you know, having a bad day in, you know, having first world problems. (laughs) And I think back to countries where I've been, you know, incredible countries with wonderful, warm, People, um, you know, I, I just got back from Morocco a while back, and and, and so many other places, um, where you know what they have is very limited, and say in a rural setting, and you know maybe they're just growing watermelons and selling them to you on the side of the street, uh, and you know that the hardship they've experienced in their life has exceeded yours in so many ways that can't even be described, and yet the the organic joy that they share with you the smiles doesn't mean their life is perfect it just means that they've learned to appreciate what they have and make the best of it and bring joy to someone else because you know they could just take my money and yell at me and give me what I bought but often you know there's like this interaction this fun this often and I've heard so many other people say this too you know so much more than even a lot of us in in kind of like traditional western culture where we have you know bills and mortgages and lots of other problems and you know oh i've got this you know um i have a health issue but it's not life and death right now but it's you know we complain and we forget what it's like to have dentistry and how fortunate we are to have things that that basic in our lives and yet these other people sometimes in a simpler even much tougher environment have that kind of spontaneous joy, which always gives me such an example of hope and, and also reminds me a lot of nature. And I know you love nature, too, <laughs> because nature is in a state of imperfection much of the time, what we would call imperfection there's a lot of suffering in nature. There's death and dying and plants and animal life. There's there's also new birth and blooming and becoming and, and expanding and blossoming and beautiful. So maybe life was never meant to be perfect. And this sort of idea that we think it which should be is actually what gets us going down the wrong track.
0: Right. Well, I don't, there's nothing perfect anywhere. I think that's kind of an ego thing. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but who would want anything to be perfect? I, even though there's struggles and I've been through a lot, everybody's been through something, but it also opens up your eyes a little bit better when you come out the other side of that storm and the sun is shining and there might be a rainbow and you're like, wow, amazing. There's always something to make you realize that you actually do have some really good things in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to sound trite, you know, I, I've, I've been in some pretty tough situations, but I've always been able to, and I, I I think I'm fortunate and blessed that way that when I come out the other end of a storm, there's always either a person or something out in nature. I spend a lot of time out in nature with my dog. We've talked about that before. <laughs> it might just be that very first tiny little flower peeking mm-hmm. its head up through the snow yeah and you're like wow that is such a visual i have a page with that
1: picture in that in my book <laughs> 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 of the flower like a whole page image of the flower coming up through the snow
0: i mean and that you know you could i could write i could write a whole story oh yeah about that flower peeking up through the snow
1: Mm-hmm,
0: you know, and mm-hmm. I had done with my little with my little hope nuggets last winter We had so much snow It was so cold and it was just dark and dreary and you're just like, oh You know, and I'm one of those people that the seasonal affective disorder that seems to like really kick in when it's dark and cold all the mm-hmm. time It's dark by 4 mm-hmm. 30 p.m. Oh, yeah Ugh. It's really depressed. It can be depressed. Yeah, so no, it's to hard find ways and I went outside and chucked one of these out in the snow. And I'm like, all right. (laughs) And this was an exercise for myself because it was just so dreary. So I chucked it out in the snow and I'm like, now go find it. Go dig it. Go dig through the cold because it's going to be worth it. And then when I, I did, I dug through it and I pulled it up and I actually made a little video of it, my hand digging through the snow and I pulled it up And for just that little exercise for myself, I was like, all right, I found it. I found hope.
1: Mm -hmm. And this is never, it's
0: never where you anticipate it to be. It might surprise you, but it's always there.
1: It is always there. So even with you going through a really tough year, I'm sure you discovered some amazing lessons.
0: A lot, a lot of lessons. And you were talking about, you know, just how awesome nature is that's where I go when I feel the world the weight that that can settle on my shoulders when mm-hmm. I let it I I find myself I will be out it doesn't matter the type of weather I I live in the northeast so we have we experience all four seasons here and some of them are pretty dramatic <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I'm out there in all of it because I've got a big dog and he needs to to walk and so thank goodness I have him because he gets me out there but that's where I breathe. That's where I pray. But then I also, I feel am given reminders. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you run across, I, I, there was this beautiful sunrise. I'm always up before the birds. Wow. So we're out in the field with my, and my dog and I are out in the field and the sun is coming up and there's a fog just laying across the top of the field. And it's just gently, just gently moving. Not rolling, just kind of gently moving. I love that. And as the sun came up, the fog turned pink. Like every every tiny particle turned pink. And I was literally standing in the middle of this field with my dog. And even the dog stopped. He even stopped and put his nose in the air. And I'm like, this is so incredibly beautiful. I felt like so at one with nature and the world and everything And in that moment, because I had a sleepless night, I had a poopy day the day before, and you know how you feel when you wake up and you're just draggy, you have big bags under your (laughs) eyes, you're like, oh, I just want to stay in bed all day. In that moment, and it only lasted a moment, it was very fleeting. But in that moment, I was just surrounded by so much, to me, goodness. Mm -hmm and beauty and i'm like okay there's my little nugget right there and that's my little reminder
1: wow the world is an
0: amazingly beautiful place open your eyes open your heart and then share it that's perfect i think that is perfect
1: Oh, I'm so glad you shared that. And I have this visual now, which I'm going to carry with me for the rest of today, which is a field full of pink fog, which sounds absolutely amazing. divine. It, it was.
0: It, it, cause I, literally, I think my mouth opened. I literally, I was standing in awe.
1: That is so amazing. amazing. Wow. Wow. I've been getting up earlier in the last few months and because I wasn't wired that way. I don't think, by nature but but it's amazing the things the different kind of experiences you have and there's something about that pure quiet stillness and just certain kinds of beauty that most people miss if you wait till the sun comes up so that's a little insight um, well, Kim, the, the, time just flew and I feel like we have mostly just been sitting here, like enjoying the spiritual experience <laughs> together. And I was like, what happened to the time? But, um, I just want to, again, tell everyone this is Kim, Kim Langling, and if you can give, share your URL, um, where they can find out more about you and your books, um, I would love that
0: the easiest way is just to go to my website and it's kimlanglingauthor.com my books are on there podcast television show and my dog cuz he's my office manager he even has his own bio on there so go on there and check out what you know his duties are how he keeps me And alive. what's his name again? His name is Dexter
1: That's right. Dexter. (laughs) And Langling is L-E-N-G-L-I-N-G. Langling. So Kim Author.com. And check out the amazing work she's doing for people with PTSD. Check out um, her, her, her wide variety of inspirational and motivational and educational content and books. And um, please, feel free to leave comments and questions here. And also um, if you're watching or listening today, please like and subscribe so that we can keep this coming to you and join us again next week on Scotland Talks. And thank you again, Kim, so much for being here. I'm so glad we were able to connect today. And I am just going to be taking nuggets of hope with me all day now. (laughs) Yay. All right, be well, enjoy those sunrises.
0: Thank you, have a great day.
1: You too.